Hi, welcome to episode number 13 of Fashionpreneur Talk with Gitana Styling Podcast. My name is Sandra Matteo-Yotti. I'm a fashion stylist and a business consultant. This podcast is about having genuine conversations about fashion entrepreneurship and getting your questions answered. Remember, you can always send us your questions to info at gitanastyling.com. You can rename anonymous if you want, or you can share your name, your business, your website, and we'll be happy to share it with our listeners. We also want to invite you to hang out with us inside our free Facebook Facebook group, which is the Fashion Entrepreneur Club, and also to check out our membership for fashion and beauty entrepreneurs, the Fashion Entrepreneur Club membership, where we help you build successful fashion businesses. So today is episode number 13, and we're going to talk with the amazing Laura Madden. Laura is a sustainable fashion advocate, an influencer, a stylist, a model, and today we're going to have a wonderful conversation about fashion and sustainability, art, and entrepreneurship, of course. So Welcome, welcome, Laura. <laughs> Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. We've been talking about talking for a long time. <laughs> We're finally here. So happy to have you here. Tell me in your own words a little bit more about what you do. Well, I'm a sustainable fashion advocate, so that entails advocacy, you know, in a nutshell, a lot of writing, speaking, sharing content, creating content, uh, working with brands and organization to raise awareness of sustainability and fashion and just the state of the fashion industry in general. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's about um, creating a conscious consumer movement and using fashion for good. I mean, bottom line, using fashion for good. So a lot of, you know, the content creation, speaking, writing. Um, I'm also, I do styling, I do modeling, um, and I'm an artist. Awesome, amazing. So tell me a little bit about your background with this. Like, where does this all come from? Where do you come from? <laughs> you know, I feel like my situation is just a little bit unusual. I, you know, from as far back as I can remember, I've been obsessed with fashion. I've been a fashion lover. Um, I've been a fashion, I've been a consumer, you know, <laughs> a real shopaholic, I would call myself. Um, but you know, I, I went to school for kinesiology and exercise science. So, you know, academically, I went a different route and um, I, I always modeled. So I guess I always had my hand in fashion in that regard, uh -huh. uh, if you want to consider that fashion. But, um, you know, it wasn't until probably I got into life coaching and I realized um, a lot of my clients were actually really looking for help with styling and creating their own style and creating an image that was, you know, empowered and confident. And so I slowly, it slowly morphed into more like styling image consulting, which ended up... Um, turning into personal shopping and personal styling and um that was years ago now and that was um right at the time that i found out about this whole situation with sustainability and fashion yeah so and now here i am today and that's everything you know sustainability and fashion and art and lifestyle um so it's been a really interesting winding road yeah um so there's the encyclopedia answer okay <laughs> oh, i love it i love it it gives you because you know it gives you context where you come from what have you done the, the the whole journey and i think that's what makes it interesting too so when you talk about fashion and your passion for fashion 
what specifically what attracted to you um you said you did some modeling where does that you know interest in fashion well, you know it's so interesting like i said like i've been a fashion lover from as far back as i can remember mm -hmm. um you know i was always like obsessed with fashion magazines and catalogs i mean like as a little little kid yeah um and I, 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 I think part of it was I, I struggled with a serious weight problem my entire childhood. Uh -huh. And I think somewhere along the line, I fell in love with the fantasy of fashion mm -hmm. and just like the allure and the image of like what it means to be a fashionable woman. And just kind of like that, again, like the fairy tale or the fantasy that looking a certain way, wearing a certain thing is gonna give you a certain type of life. Yeah. We all know that's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was always... Um, it's a fantasy, yeah? Yes. Yes. And it's, it's that feeling. It's feeling that fantasy in your real life, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So what about that change? Because I know for you, I've listened to your videos, I watch your videos, and it kind of like the same thing happened to me. Like, I feel like I've always been sustainable with my wardrobe. I always bought things that quality is like the most important thing for me i rather spend way more to have something that lasts years i have a lot of different pieces i have pieces that have been handover because they're amazing and they're family heirlooms and i love them and i maintain them and stuff so i have been very conscious about that before this whole movement but really also for me when i watched the documentary the true cause documentary i was like since then i haven't been able to step into you know a fast fashion kind of store like i cannot do it um, yeah. because i might buy something from that brand in a you know a thrift store or something to support the livelihood of that piece but i cannot just support that part of the so i i know you have a similar story with that so tell me more about that yeah you know totally well it really started with the true cost for me i had no clue i had no clue what was happening you know and so so widespread and commonplace in the fashion industry that you know more so with fast fashion and more like these department store brands um you know stuff is just made they're cutting corners environmentally they're cutting corners you know paying their garment workers and taking care of garment workers um and so i had no clue yeah. and you know all this time i really i was i, I engaged in overconsumption when it came to shopping like buying 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 and you know i also was always you know a discount shopper so it was like the more i could get for as little money the better um you know at the end of the day i ended up with a closet full of clothes with mm -hmm. nothing to wear which feels awful. awful so it was just almost five years ago now i watched documentary true cost totally on a whim yeah. um and found out about what's happening in the fashion industry mm -hmm. and kind of like this dirty little secret with fast fashion yeah and it was the same month though it, interestingly that same month i was hired at a thrift store uh -huh. in minneapolis as a personal shopper and a personal stylist so i had all this like facts and bad news that was like horrifying yeah at the same time i was given almost like i was being given a solution because and i was not a thrifter before that I had no clue yeah. about thrift store shopping or secondhand anything. And so I'm shopping for these women in this thrift store and I'm finding amazing treasures. Yeah. <laughs> amazing treasures. Amazing. 
And um, it's what really got me, what what really like opened my eyes to vintage. Yeah. So much amazing vintage. Yeah. Um, but it was like, okay, there's these facts that make me feel really crappy. And, but then it's like, oh, well, there's this other way of being that made me feel really good. And it was like, you could have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. And um, so I challenged myself at that point, like I'm gonna try and just shop secondhand for months. And that just snowballed, I mean, <laughs> I just was finding such incredible stuff. It, it it just carried on and carried on. And today I shop mostly secondhand. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it. And yeah. when did you start it? Because like I said, I've been following you <laughs> for a while now. And I noticed that you started including art into the mix and bringing also doing sustainable art. So how did that happen? Gosh, it's such a, I, I almost want to say it was a fluke. It's not a fluke, but it just, it came about in such a unusual, like again, just kind of unusual. Um, I've always been into art. I've always been a painter. And my husband and I have moved many times for his job. Uh -huh. Every time we moved, I would make something. I would make art to decorate our own home. Uh -huh. But it wasn't until we moved here that, you know, I was really, I was so committed to, um, sustainability and sustainable fashion and raising awareness and I think it got to the point I had such desire and such urgency to I get share this message about sustainability mm -hmm. um, it, it got it just I thought okay um, I love art I love painting why not try and just start repurposing yeah. you know art that already exists mm -hmm. and so I, I you know I had I created a lot of art to decorate the home we moved into here mm -hmm. and um, I thought okay I'm gonna try this I'm gonna just gonna go to like Goodwill yeah state sales buy art yeah and remake it like give it a facelift and make it something kind of fashionable cool and new yeah and it works you know it it's yeah. working yeah. there's so much stuff out there so it's like so I kind of question why wouldn't people repurpose it doesn't exactly make life easier because yeah. you have to deal with a canvas that's already got yeah. a story and a life of its own <laughs> but you know um, I, it, again but it kind of came out of nowhere it was yeah. just like yeah. okay this is another way for me another to share way. this message I think it's, it's, a, it's a movement definitely that is going into everything because now you see people like how the offer ups and those kind of apps have grown like people moving around and you know there's there used to be so much waste and now people are just repurposing and you know obviously we experienced the economy in the past going down and the, all that also has something to do with that but I feel like it's also good to you know for for waste purposes and just really you know things have value you know and it's totally. the value that you add to it as well so if you can make I, I always love like crafts you know uh, styling scrapbooking everything so it always it's part of my life but I'm seeing that huge movement now in all different areas and I feel people getting involved into this movement through fashion they start seeing all those avenues and I think that definitely has happened to you with art which is beautiful the pieces are amazing um, and I wanted to ask you also because I know now because the time the weird time that we're living in the, the world is changing um, 
it's it's such a difficult time and it's a difficult time in business as well and i want to share because i've been watching your videos i know you're using a lot of live video why don't you share with people who are listening how are you getting your message out there how are you being uh part of the conversation how are you staying relevant during this crazy time you know that's a really good question because i think um like so much of what i would have been involved in has mm -hmm. been canceled you know because we can't get together for big events and uh, you know it's just just same with you i'm sure like that's same yeah <laughs> life has been canceled so then it's like okay so if i can't do that what can i do and you know i have to credit you sandra because you came on the scene very early on in the whole stay at home order and you encourage people like get on live share your message and and you do you have a very like poignant and relevant point video is so big right now it's so important and i think the thing about video is um and, and so different from just reading text totally. you can't get somebody's essence you can't get the tone you can't get the vibrancy of what they're saying you can't get the um you just can't get the true like i guess passion in yeah. someone's voice yeah. and it's easy for things to get misconstrued reading um oh, yeah a post or sure. email, text, anything. So with video, the truth really comes across. And, and also it's vulnerable. You know, there's no hiding. Yeah, there's no <laughs> totally. Live, there's no editing. Yeah. What comes out of your mouth is what is yeah. out there. You yeah. know, how you look is what you really look like. Yeah. So um, getting on video, which I gotta say, I love being on camera. I love speaking, especially on camera. I don't know why I have a weird, uh, it's really fun for me. I don't know why, but um, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it. And I think I got caught up in the perfection of- Yeah, you know, totally. Background sucks, lighting sucks. I, my acoustics, I, I don't know about, I don't have equipment, Everything. I don't have a mic. And I got so caught up in that. Yeah. And, and I realized part of it for me, I was hiding behind the pretty pictures. Yeah. You no, know, you know, you have these great photographers that they they use great lighting, they edit, yeah. and they make you look so good. And I think I kind of was hiding behind that. Yeah. And so you really were encouraging people, get on live and share your message. And, and I and I love how you made it so simple. Like <laughs> like no, like nonsensical. Just do it. Just, like, just, do it. just start. You know, Laura, it's been a process for me. You know that that didn't happen overnight either, and I still feel like, oh my God, it doesn't look great. The light is terrible, and for me, it's been a process because I come. My background is from TV production, so I actually learned. Like I went to school, and everything has to be a certain way. And we have evolved into like, you know, also reality TV came around and we are in a place right now that if you don't exist online, you basically don't exist. Right. And, and the attention is on video. People are, not everyone reads, not everyone, you know, you don't want to be a picture that people are going to scroll. And it's for the livelihood of your business. You know, if you really want to be a part of the conversation and you really want to bring value. And for me, you know, I was hiding too a long time ago. And, you know, and it's still hard sometimes to do video and stuff. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, but I try to like, how can I make this as simple as possible? 
possible so people can just you know hit the button because at the end of the day it just the message is what is what's important you know so and and people are so are tired kind of like the perfection and the big yes. perfect yes. everything they really like the behind the scenes they really like yes. that genuine that thing that you're talking about the true essence of the person so i was like i have to do this for me for my people and i'm so glad that you pay attention and that then you're you're sharing this feedback with me because if i think that if everybody would take that approach like people i feel like people are just like on standby a lot of people yes. what's going to happen you know right. and what's going to happen it's been like three months already of what's going to happen you know <laughs> and you this is I don't know what's going to happen in a month but right now this is what we're doing and this is how we're going to do business so you have to you have to jump in and I celebrate you for doing it because you're doing great and you're all over and and I'm sure you have had great results out of this no more engagement more engagement yes but you know I'm having fun I have and and for me it was um Part of it's like the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, like for like and it really is a big deal though, because I had that limiting belief that for your for your content and for your videos to be effective, they had to be perfect. Yeah. And it's like, no, like just share from the heart, get on, be consistent, and people people re respond. They are receptive to that. And you're right. Um, and so I'm having fun and I do feel more authentic because I'm really able to share. Just more openly. Again, live. Yeah. It's all out there. Yeah. There's no editing. There's yeah. no going back. Yeah. And I, 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 I just, I really like that. I think there's some liberating thing of it, you know, too. Like I think I don't know about you, but every time I do a live, I do feel alive after. Like yes. there's energy. There's this energy around it because I think you're expressing yourself. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Sometimes even with social media, you know, it's even though we're connecting we're not really connecting so i feel like when people go live and they really share their message they're really just expressing themselves just like we do with fashion just what as we do with whatever we're doing our work so it's kind of like i feel i tell my husband like since i've doing i've been doing more lives and the classes with video and all that stuff instead of just writing and all that I feel like I'm actually working. <laughs> like you really feel especially when you're stuck at home and you can't do go and do my styling and go to the events which I'm a people person and I like talking to people and everything. It really feels like I'm actually working because I can have a conversation and people can answer and you know you you're doing something, you know? Totally. Yeah, it's almost like more engagement. I mean, it's not a substitute for in person, no, definitely, of course. It's one step closer than just writing a post and answering comments because I love the engagement of the audience. Like yeah. you, you can engage yeah. real time. And it, it's incredible that you can be doing, honestly, a video and someone in the UK can be just answering to you. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And the possibilities for the business. That's why I really always drive it home with the fashion business because a lot of fashion uh, entrepreneurs, they're really good at what they do artistically creatively but they really have a struggle with showing up selling their their work um they have this disconnection with the money like there's a lot of stuff yeah. going on in there and i feel like there's no better way no easier way not cheapest way to just get your message out there and get those sales and get that going but video like it's in your your fingertips you had to pay 
exactly. thousands to do a commercial and hire all these people and get an ad agency to help you and all this stuff. And now you just play, play record and you're on, you know? Totally. So totally, you know, and so much of it is like you're saying, and I think this is what really got to me got in. You said, just start. Yeah. <laughs> do one, just start. And you're right because I did do one. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna get on talk. And I realized how good it felt to to be that authentic and yeah. just out there. And so, like you you asked, you know, what am I doing to stay relevant? Well, I started the live, yeah. and from that, I just decided I'm gonna brand this as an Instagram live series. Mm -hmm. So Monday and Friday, it's called yeah. Movie Fashion Talk Live. Yeah. I actually just sit right here. Yeah, yeah. I, I talk about like refashion is my word for the reinvention and yeah. reimagination of our relationship to fashion. Yeah. And it's it's everything and it's not just fashion, it's all material things, you know, it, yeah. but it's it's become really an important thing for me to talk about personally, you know, it's it's just that's it, that's real for me. Um, yeah. but then as a result of that, I started doing live art demos on my art Instagram and yeah. now which are amazing and fun and you look awesome I love them <laughs> I love the outfit so I love it, it. It's, it's a way to stay relevant like you know and with the art tours I'm doing those every Friday now mm -hmm. uh, so I get to get dressed up I have nowhere to go to get dressed up but I now I have somewhere to go yeah. to yeah. get dressed up and yeah. I get to share my art where all the events I could have gone to yeah. with the potential of sharing my art are not happening. So yeah. I You're like, selling your art too, which is amazing. <laughs> I'm selling I'm selling some and I need to sell it because I'm creating a lot. So I yeah. space is space is running slim. So I do need to sell. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's working. Another thing I always try to tell people, that's the reason I start because we look at people who are doing it very successfully and we're like comparing ourselves to those people and those people have been doing it for 10 years and yeah. they have a production team and you're, you know, or whatever it may be. So you can't, you can't get there. I'm sure their first video was terrible. Their second video was terrible. And the only way to get to that level of expertise is to go through the process, to go through the madness, to go through the, oh, that audio was awful. Oh, I'm never doing that makeup again. Like whatever it is, you just have to. And honestly, people deep inside, they don't care. They really right. don't, they don't right. care if the content is good. Obviously you have to do everything you can to make it as professional and beautiful as possible, but they don't care. It's the message. The, totally, the totally. People are gonna learn something and that is at the end of the day, most important. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like not taking, for me, not taking myself so seriously and putting my ego aside. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't look perfect. I don't sound perfect, but um, you know. I have an important message to share so i need yeah. to get out of my own way yeah i agree i agree same here so where do you think this whole thing is going what's your vision for fashion what's going to happen in the future you know from what you see from what you study what you read what you talk about where do you think this is going you know i do hope people are gonna place more value on sustainable ethical fashion um i i think because of the state of the world and there are a lot of people who financially are conserving. I do feel like more people are just gonna be a little more conscious of their purchases, buying less. Yes. I mean, but at the end of the day, I do hope people um, are just more intentional with their purchases. And it, like, I talk a lot about secondhand fashion and 
you know, sustainable fashion. But at the end of the day, if they're not conscious and intentional with their purchases, like you said, like you will spend more on an item that is higher quality, that's gonna last. I would rather somebody focus on that than going nuts about what is the most, you know, um, environmentally conscious uh, fabric or yeah, yeah. That that only matters so much if we're buying too much. Yeah, you know. So it's like being intentional, buying what um, we know we're going to use, what we know we need, what we know we really love. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do think this whole situation in the world is. Uh, I think people are are becoming more aware of transparency. Yeah, and they're going to look for brands who are being more open yeah. about their whole process, or maybe just you know, shopping secondhand because, you know, like you said, there's this value in everything. And so I think some people are opening their eyes to, you know, what's already out there. And oh what, this is actually still a really great piece. You know, and that that's that's really my hope. It really is my hope. Yeah, love it. I think, you know, something that is fun for us in our industry is that there's so much entrepreneurship. There's a lot, there's, there's so much, there has never been so much more opportunity for someone to be a designer, right? They can be, you can even be a designer from your garage, right? And not, maybe you're not in fashion week, but you can have a very successful business by selling your art, uh, selling your t-shirts, selling whatever it is that you want to sell. And all these tools, all these online tools help. And I think the sustainability movement also helps because usually people who are starting a business have a very, you know, they have a good intention, they have a clear vision of what, how they want to do things. And I think that's also helping the movement as well. Because people are very, being very conscious like, oh, I want to do this with these conditions or, oh, I want to do this uh, so it lasts longer. Like they're putting all those elements into the mix and I think that's exciting. Yes, people are looking for, I think, brands with a story. Yeah. And so, you know, any way that a brand can get more creative with their um, their content or just however they're sharing, people are looking for that more of that authenticity with the story. So however a brand can make their story more memorable, yeah, people are going to remember them and likely they're going to, you know, be going to them when they need to buy something. So I do think it's important, you know, with these brands having like a story or an intention um, or a greater mission and purpose with creating whatever product or, you know, whatever item, whether it's bags or shoes or clothing. Yeah. I mean, I know for me, that's something that just gets me excited and I'm probably gonna buy from a brand yeah. that, has a, a true mission they're yeah. trying to create good in some other area yeah um i want to support those people yeah and you see a change like it's sad also but a lot of the big brands you know a lot of the big companies are kind of falling apart you know <laughs> because they're not paying attention to those things they really don't care and people already know the truth is out there right yep. so people are definitely getting smarter smarter making yes. choices so yes yes and you know it's kind of like it is part of it's sad because it's like okay then there's a lot of people left to recreate yeah but at, at the same time sometimes the dinosaur has to die yeah. and know? it's an opportunity for them to do the things the right way right <laughs> i mean it's create one door closes another so yeah. many more open the, the the industry is expanding it's growing mm -hmm. so it, there's room for change and there's room for everybody 
but we might just need to do things differently. Totally, totally. So how can people get involved in the, if people are listening and they want to get involved in the sustainability sustainability <laughs> movement, um, how can they get involved with you? What can they do? Well, you know, so much of it starts at home and, you know, just, I think, questioning your purchases and questioning, you know, what you bring into your home, whether it's decor or clothing, you know, taking it down to the simplest level. Um, you know, definitely follow me. I'm sharing tips and I share resources. I share, you know, where I shop secondhand. I also share brands that I do think are worthy of, you know, credit, sustainable, ethical, purpose-driven brands. So, um, you know, you can find mostly on Instagram. Um, I have a website. My blog is Refashion Report and that's I am lauramadden.com. Um, but another resource I really want to direct people to if they're interested in more of the facts um, in a great database of brands is Remake. And their website is remake.world. And they're a nonprofit in San Francisco that I work very closely with. Um, they just, they do great things. They make films. Uh, they have a database of brands on their website. Okay. They share, you know, sustainable styling tips. Mm -hmm. So that's a great resource that I always recommend for sure. Okay, awesome. What about your art? You sell your art on, I know you have a different Instagram, but you do sell it yes. on your website, right? Too. Well, the website's yes. in development, hopefully okay. soon. Okay. I mean, that's just a kind of another monster that I'm taming. Okay. But Right now, the best place to find my art is my Instagram. It's at refashioned art okay. and pretty much everything on there is for sale unless it's a work in progress I'm sharing or maybe it's sold, but all are originals. Um, everything is made using repurposed materials and um, yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot. She does. <laughs> she does have a lot. You guys have to check out her Instagram. Both are amazing. Entertainment, lifestyle, <laughs> fashion. Beautiful. <laughs> you're gonna get inspired. Thank you're gonna you. get amazing tips. So go ahead and check it out. Do you want to say anything else before we end? You know, it's just check. Find my Instagram at I am Laura Madden. My website I'm LauraMadden.com. My art Instagram at Refashioned Art. And you know, I hope I I would love for people to reach out from to me if you know if they're questioning something about you know fashion sustainability or if they have questions about my process in creating art. I would just invite people. You know. Just don't be a stranger, open yeah. the conversation. I'm here to help. And um, I don't know, I just, I want people to be happy and love how they look, but to also feel good about their choices that, you know, they're doing good for the planet and for people. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for being here, for sharing your amazing information with us. Uh, you're so beautiful. We're super happy to have you here. This is what I have for you guys today. I hope that it was helpful to you. If you like this podcast, please let me know. Send me an email, share, share it with someone, send me a comment. And also, if you have a moment, please subscribe to the podcast to share your support. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us today. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Sandra, you're awesome. Thank you.